0: Hello, and welcome to A New Human Story. In this series, I'm speaking with young changemakers who are creating a better world for people and planet. Today, I'm so excited to be speaking with Fedya Kurbatov, who is the founder of Baba Bags. He has created a new standard for the reusable bag, inspired by the love you get from your grandmother to care for people and the planet. They have helped to eliminate thousands of plastic bags and donated profits towards important environmental causes. Welcome.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me on, Sonia. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here because coming from a Ukrainian background myself, I've always really appreciated the values that my grandparents were able to pass on to me. And some of those can be really simple things that we kind of tend to take for granted, but can really have a lasting impact and support a good way forward. So, you know, can you tell me a little bit about how maybe that inspired you to start your company?
1: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, my grandmas have always been so good to me. The biggest values I always got from them is just unconditional love and um, caring, just always caring and always focusing on the little things. So, you know, my grandmas aren't about big gestures, but they're about learning about what are the little things you like, like maybe adding grilled onions to your verana or something like that, like some very little, but It's like a very subtle thing, but it just really shows their care and appreciation. So just learning those things from my grandmas, I always wanted to kind of implement that into my daily life. I did get the inspiration for Bob bags from my Ukrainian grandma who brought a reusable bag from Ukraine to the United States. And so these reusable bags were very popular in Ukraine and in the Soviet Union about 40, 50 years ago. And basically every family had one, but the plastic bag came to be and everyone saw how convenient the plastic bag was. And so these bags kind of went extinct. And so now fast forward 50 years later, I kind of had this light bulb moment of, you know, we now have realized that plastic bags may be super convenient, but they may not be the best for our environment. Mm-hmm. So thought it could make a possible comeback and that light bulb moment came when my grandma brought me or brought our family that reusable bag and my mom just came back from the store one day with this, this huge smile on her face and just like talking about how probably once a week she'll get a compliment on her bag. And just seeing that like emotion that just a simple reusable bag could give to a human being was fascinating to me. But then this light bulb moment hit me where, Hey, we are in a more, or we are a more environmentally conscious society, and we do have a huge plastic bag problem. And this bag could have the potential of say, er, of saving thousands or even millions of plastic bags. So I started Baba Bags with baba meaning grandma in Ukrainian, because she gave me the inspiration. But then I always say that our business, er, our business's um, main focus is to give Grandmotherly love to our planet, our community, and our customers. So that's how I try to live the values that they gave to me through the business.
0: I think that's amazing, and you know, I think one of the things that really struck me when I was reading your story was that it's not just about a bag, right? I mean, it, the bag represents—it's what's behind the bag, and, and it's the philosophy and the way of thinking and the intentionality that we put into something that is simple as a bag right and that can be really meaningful and powerful right to be able to shift a mindset and a way of thinking for people to get back to some of the simpler things that actually can really have a big impact in your life right
1: right 100 percent.
0: i think that those are some of the values that we grew up with right so maybe tell me a little bit about how you grew up and how your family maybe influenced some of the paths you have taken
1: yeah of course so i grew up in chicago illinois and i was always very active in the ukrainian community so uh, i would go to saturday school i would go to ukrainian camps uh, assortment of ukrainian camps one in wisconsin one in london ontario canada one in pennsylvania so Being Ukrainian was just always a part of me. It was almost living like a double life. Like on Saturdays, I'd be with my Ukrainian friends and doing all that stuff. And in the summer, I would be spending time with my Ukrainian camp friends. And then, you know, you have your American friends that you just go to um, regular school with. Being Ukrainian had always just been something that I was super proud of. My parents always just reminded me. And my dad is from Ukraine and my mom was born here in Chicago, but also is from um, Ukraine. And then there's this also this side of entrepreneurship that is also embedded in me. My mom, she started a little boutique when she was in her 30s. My mom's dad owned a laundromat, so like these small little entrepreneurial, just like yeah, ventures. My grandma on my dad's side has always been very entrepreneurial, where she would uh, she knows how to knit and would sell things maybe not have like an actual business in place, but like to sell, like to hustle, as many people say. So I would say that this kind of, uh, it was a perfect storm of this entrepreneurial DNA that I have on top of just my love for Ukraine, but also in college, I started really getting into understanding the challenges of climate change and sustainability. And so Once I got this idea formed, I had been itching to try to start my own business. And I always would want to do or incorporate being Ukrainian in whatever my life's work or whatever I'm passionate about at that moment. And then just kind of learning about climate change kind of being the biggest problem our generation or any generation will have to face in our world was just the perfect storm for me to create Bob bags. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I love that. I love the fact that you connected your entrepreneurship with a desire to actually create something that was not only of value, but of, of for people and for the planet, right? And I think a lot of times right now, we have um, people going up to become entrepreneurs to create things that will make money. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that goal. I mean, you know, we all need money and, and material things to live. But what we can achieve when we actually bring in those values and a bigger perspective on the world is actually to create things that we need as a society to actually fulfill needs. And I think that is another one of those values that I remember growing up is that our our grandparents' generation, I think we all come from cultures where back in the homeland, people were creating things that people actually needed instead of more things that we don't need and that end up in landfills. Right. Um, So how do you connect those things? I mean, Tell me about how you're driving this climate change agenda through the work you're doing with Baba Bags.
1: Yeah, of course. So the thing that we're really focused on to start with is just the problem of single use plastics, and more importantly, the single use plastic bag. So currently there's about 100 billion plastic bags that are passed through the hands of U.S. consumers every year. So that's almost one bag per person per day. And the biggest problem is that these single use plastic bags are maybe, and that's, this is an average, it's used for 12 minutes um, before getting tossed out. And that's like per average, but honestly, it probably is even shorter. It's really, you just walk to your car, it's in your car. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. You take it to your home and then you maybe give it a second life as a garbage liner. If, if you're being resourceful, but other than that, you're tossing them, and most of these, or most plastic bags, are not be able to be recycled, just because the machines it gets clogged up in the machines. So there's just this really pro- big problem of plastic bag pollution. Eventually, this plastic um, will enter into our oceans, and about eight million metric tons of plastic enters our ocean. And um, right now, there's over 150 million metric tons that are currently circulated in our ocean environment so this just kind of to me was eye-opening it just seems like it's such a simple thing to eliminate is just use a reusable bag or refuse a straw bring a reusable straw instead of you using a plastic water bottle just use or everyone owns a water bottle just fill up a regular water bottle these like little things and like i said My grandma or grandmas, they focused on the little things. If you can focus on these little things of refusing a straw or bringing a reusable bag or, yeah, just having a reusable water bottle instead of a plastic bottle. If everyone just did these little things that are really honestly not big inconveniences, if any, then the impact we could make on our landfills and in our oceans would be astronomical.
0: I agree. It's the little things that add up over time. And I've realized that I mean, it really is everyone's seeking out because the problems are so monumental, we think we have to have these really big solutions all the time. And, but if you think about it, we're 8 billion people. I mean, if everyone just did a little part every day, you know, that compounds on itself. And over time, we create monumental changes. And it really is about setting that intention, and just choosing one thing. You're right. If it's just this week, I'm going to not use plastic bags or this week I'm going to just say no to the straws. And over time, you start to create a habit around that and it adds up and it adds up and you add maybe one more thing and you become a change maker like that. Right. I mean, it's just like that. You it doesn't have to be complicated and everyone can do it. And I think that what I love about what you're doing is, you know, I really think this is the new entrepreneur, which is where your cause drives your business and not the other way around, right? And I think we've seen a slow progression towards this where it's not just, okay, I'm going to run a business and make a lot of money and then, you know, I'll give to charity, which is great. And, you know, definitely people are helping lots of people around the world in this way. But I love the young people and the next generation of entrepreneurs who are looking at a problem in society and saying, okay, how can we address this through our entrepreneurial spirit? And that to me is just like, that's brilliant,
1: right? So yeah, no, the honestly the biggest inspiration to me is the founder of Tom Shoes, Blake Mykoski. He has a wonderful story that um, there's honestly this podcast I listened to. It's called How I Built This. And it's about different entrepreneurs who build influential brands ranging from Sphinx to Lyft to Starbucks. The one that really moved me the most was Blake Mykoski. And really his was he did find this problem of A lot of kids and people in Argentina just did not have shoes. And he was like, how can I build a business that is able to make money, but also give these people shoes? Because everyone should have shoes. A lot of people doubted his model where if you buy a pair of Tom's shoes, then he donates a pair of Tom's shoes to someone in need. But then he proved that this is a model that works and can thrive as far as profitability, but can also change the world. And now, you know, he was able to kind of inspire this next generation of entrepreneurs, including myself, including a lot of other really cool companies that are doing the same things, like Warby Parker's doing the same for glasses. There's sock companies who are giving people in need socks. It's honestly really exciting. And it's really exciting that now consumers, when they're buying a brand and looking for a brand, they're not just thinking, oh, looking at this brand just as what the product is, but they're also looking at what is this brand doing to further further our, or further and improve our society.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so for all those young entrepreneurs out there, start by first finding your passion and your cause that you want to support and what is the one thing you want to change in the world and make better you know for people or for the planet, and start there. And then from there, you have a real need that you can fulfill. And that's getting back to the old way of entrepreneurialism that is really what built really successful societies over time. And I think then we end up with a lot less things that we don't need and a lot more needs that are being fulfilled. So how then would you recommend to young people to find their passion or their cause that is like, you know, a lot of people are like, there's so many things to choose from. How do we find the one thing that we could really get behind or, or mean something to us? How did you find your passion?
1: Right. And honestly, it takes time. So, my real passion for the environment really came when I went to college. So, I would say to honestly be patient, be open minded. It's like say yes more than you say no. If someone asks you to come to something or to listen to something, just say yes and listen to it because that honestly can be what gives you the inspiration or what makes you realize what you're really passionate about. And also maybe just find someone who has the same values as you, right? It's better to have two brains working than one. So if, if you find a friend or someone who shares the same values as you, you two will be able to find maybe something that you guys really want to work on. And the one thing I do also want to say about entrepreneurship or about anything in life is that there's no perfect time to start, right? So if you have an idea if you want to help on something and it doesn't mean that you have to if you are passionate about something that you have to start a business about it there's plenty of clubs organizations resources for all sorts of different things so just go in and join that organization or go in and talk to that or professor expert or just email them there's never a perfect time to start so just go and do it and just adjust your plan or, yeah, and adjust accordingly after you take that first step of action.
0: I love that. I think that's great because it's true. I mean, there's so many things that people can get behind these days, and there's so many things that we can do to create a better world now. And now's the time. I mean, we're facing a huge shift in the world where we all now need to put, you know, all our brains and all our energy into together to figure out which path we go forward and how we go forward. And there's so much creativity out there. So get involved in big ways or small ways. You know, when I was first starting out, I remember I would just go to, I went to hundreds and thousands of coffee meetings and you know, conversations with people. And I would just call people up and say, can I have 20 minutes of your time? I just have some questions. And sometimes it would be brilliant. And it would inspire me with a new idea. But sometimes it would be like, you know what, maybe that's not quite the area that I can contribute to, because maybe I don't have the skills there. Or maybe it's just not my passion, but someone else could do it better. Right. And just through that process, you meet a ton of great people, you figure out where your passions are. And I always find when you get excited deep down in your soul, that's like the universe telling you, okay, go for it, you know? And so listen to that inner voice that you have inside of you, right?
1: Yeah. Trust your instincts 100%. Trust
0: your instincts and your gut. It will never fail you. Never. So how do you then deal with when people say, I mean, right now there's a lot of chaos and confusion in the world and, you know, a lot of people who are feeling like there's not a lot of hope for the world and things where we're going and I mean, how do you deal with people who say it's not possible? Or, you know, why would you give away your profits to help the environment or climate change? And, you know, it's a lost cause why, you know, this or that, or you can't be an entrepreneur in this climate, you know, the economy is not good. You know, what do you say to naysayers out there?
1: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I'm a very competitive person by nature. But it's funny, because my biggest competitor is always myself, right? So I'm honestly always very zeroed in. And Just trying to improve myself, trying to improve um, bio bags every day. So being able to check, kind of like make sure you're looking internally, that's something that really motivates me. And honestly, yeah, the outside noise can motivate me, but I'm also very blessed to have a family and friends that are also very supportive of the idea and um, believe in my vision and believe in the brand. So whenever there are those kind of bumpy roads, I do have a strong support system. But also, I think that the most important thing in starting a business is to remember your why. Because when you start a business, there are going to be tough times. There are going to be times where you almost want to give up. And that's when you have to just kind of take a step back. And you have to remember your why. And so my why for starting bags was to share this beautiful bag that my grandma shared with my family um, to the world. But even more importantly, it's to eliminate single-use plastic bags. And so I remember I was feeling a little down maybe about a year ago. And I started doing the calculations of the first year of how many plastic bags we had saved. And so it is honestly a little hard to calculate. So it is a estimated number, but year one, we had saved 21,000 plastic bags, right? Wow. I was ready to run through a brick wall, to be quite honest, because that was just like, that was my why. Mm -hmm. And seeing that that was how we did year one, it was exciting. It was exciting. And I'm honestly right now trying to calculate year two. I can tell you that it's much better than year one, maybe even double or, or probably even more than double. So, just always kind of remembering to stick to your why and to remember that there's always going to be outside noise and that your biggest competitor should always be yourself.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. That's really great advice. Congratulations. That's an amazing achievement.
1: Thank With you. I appreciate amazing.
0: it. Yeah. Do you have a bag there to show us?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, here, here, I'm going to go run and grab it. Okay. So, This is our green bag, right? So this is what our green bag looks like. So this one is partnered with Action Against Hunger for every bag sold of the green. $2 is donated to Action Against Hunger, our partner. And then we have a orange one. And this orange one is partnered with the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation. Wow. for every bag sold, $2 is donated to the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation. And um, the bags are handmade in Ukraine, in Kiev. Every bag comes with a lifetime warranty. I always like to say that our bags are the strongest reusable bags on the market. So I've seen them hold over 140 pounds. And whenever I go wow. and sell at farmer's markets, I um, usually will have some weights in them and like have people guess, try and guess How much weight is in them? And most of the time, I have where it's carrying 79 pounds at the farmers market, and that's honestly, it's a fun little game I like to play. But it's also a a smart, I guess, marketing tactic because most people will guess like, oh, 20, 30 pounds, and then when they're like 79, holy cow! But I like to show that to the customers because the bags are, yeah, they come with a lifetime warranty. They're always there for you. Always like how your Baba or your Grandma's always there for you. So. And there's a lot of ways you can.
0: Yeah. So is it the material or is it the love that gives it the strength? And the it, it, it,
1: it, it's a little bit of both. It's the love <laughs> and the material.
0: I think so. You know, I have to say I once had a bag made for me by hand and uh, by an indigenous leader, uh, a woman at West. And it's just a very simple bag, you know, but uh, it's always my go to bag. And I go to it because it just feels really good. Right. And it's just always there. And no matter I turn around, I'm like, I need a bag and it's just there. And it's, <laughs> and so That's it is. Awesome. it is funny yes. how when you translate that energy into something, it really is like, you know, when you put the intentionality of it being like the love your grandmother gives you, like always being there for you, things like that. It actually does transcend and into the bag, funny enough. So I love it. I'm excited. I'm going to order one (laughs) as soon
1: as we can. Off it. Don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) That sounds awesome. Okay, well, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your vision then. For you know, part of this series, we're talking about actually co-creating this reality. A lot of people are talking about what they want to see. And we're now, you know, as young entrepreneurs talking about what it is we want this new world to look like and actually getting out there and creating it, which is exactly what you're doing. So what is the vision for this new reality? Like, let's say you achieve your goals. What does that look like?
1: Um, Honestly, it's to have people using reusable bags and making it a habit, right? So you hit the nail right on the head when you're saying when you do a small thing for maybe a week or two weeks. It just becomes a habit. And um, for me, it's for people to just start re- using reusable bags and making that a habit for them to use. And so that's why I also like to add the story behind it, to add the lifetime warranty, to add the nonprofits. It's just to give people even more inspiration to use the product, right? And as much as I want people to use Baba bags, to be honest with you, as long as it's a sustainable bag, I'm honestly happy if someone is using a reusable bag just in general, because that's um, getting us closer to our mission at bio bags. And our mission at bow bags is to eliminate single-use plastic bag usage, but then it's also to give back to impactful charities. So as you may have heard or seen that our bags are partnered with different nonprofits and The goal is to have a huge line of different bags that are partnered with different nonprofits so that as we're growing and as we're selling a lot of bags, we're also being able to make transformational donations to these nonprofits.
0: That's amazing. I love how each color is tied to a different cause. It's very cool. Thank you. Yeah, you've got a lot of really great energy you've put into this idea and this business. So. I think it's gonna be very successful because of it. So
1: <laughs> that's great. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: All right. Well, one of the last things I like to always ask is what is your favorite moment that you had in nature or in the environment that really reminded you of the awe? Like we're all working towards, you know, a better time where our planet is healthy, where we're healthy, where we're living in a great place. And so what is one of those moments in nature that really inspired that awe of nature in you that
1: motivated your work? So this one might have a little recency bias to it, but this, at the beginning of the new year, me and my three closest friends, we went to California and we visited Joshua Tree National mm. National Park. And honestly, to me, that was awesome because once you get into Joshua Tree, you have no self-service. Um, you're in the middle of the desert. It's just kind of this like eerie desert um, vibe. And I was just with the three people that I would want to be spending time with. And so being able to just explore the park and just to uh, kind of have this, like, if none of the three of us talk, then you just would not hear anything, right? So there's just like this calmness and this stillness. And that was just honestly very peaceful. One of my favorite memories of it, honestly, was when we were just like kind of driving towards the end of the day, driving out of the park and the sun was starting to set. And uh, we were on this like patch where it's like a bunch of Joshua trees. And so Joshua trees are like these, just these trees that are more in the like western, southern area of the United States. But this national park has just so many of them. And so they're like known for it just because there's so many of them. We had hit the patch where there's like the most of them and it was just like, just so beautiful just to see kind of nature, being able to be still with nature because in the world that we're living in, everything's so fast paced, everything's so busy and it has slowed down because of COVID. That's been honestly a little bit of nice. That's maybe one of the positives you can take out of COVID, but When we were just in that national park, it was just being able to be just still with nature and just kind of really be in the moment, have no distractions. It gave me a lot of peace of mind. It gave me a lot of peace and uh, it was refreshing.
0: That's a beautiful story. And I think that that's it, right? It's there to appreciate. We have so much to learn from our natural world. And it's just this constant teacher all around us everywhere. You just pause and you spend time with nature and it gives you a lot of learning and a lot of wisdom that is right there available to everyone, right? For free. (laughs)
1: Yes, 100%.
0: (laughs) Right? So it's just about taking the pause, like you said, and going to appreciate it and spending a little bit of time with yourself and with our natural world. And it will make everyone calmer, happier, overall healthier, and a better place for everyone. So thank you for sharing that story. It was beautiful.
1: Thank you.
0: And thank you for joining us today. This was a very lovely and eye-opening conversation. And I encourage everyone to please go out and w- oh, tell us, where can we find your bags?
1: Yes. So you can find our bags at www.baba, so B-A-B-A, and then at dash bags, dot com Or you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at It's Baba Bags, so I-T-S-B-A-B-A-B-A-G-S.
0: Amazing. So I encourage everyone to go out and get one of these bags, go check out and follow Fedya and the Baba bags and start doing a little part towards making our planet a little healthier and happier for all of us to enjoy. So thank you very much.
1: (laughs) No problem. Thanks
0: for having me.